I've been recording for six minutes, mate. Six and a half. Okay. So, uh, like, should we just start? Oh, have you have you got it recording? You all you all set? Does it feel good? Yeah, it feels really good. Never really feels good though, does it? But um, should we just go? Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hi. We're chatting about dads of the silver screen. It's the guys on film podcast. Daddy's home. Two. I mean. Which thing doesn't quite work as any sort of wordplay, but uh, sure, that's a dad-based film. So, yeah, uh, okay. as the intro's pretty much already done the job of, you can guess that this, and also you've clicked on the podcast. You're not, we, I mean, Ollie, we don't think our listeners are are dense. We no give them credit, so we know that clicking this podcast, they already know it's the dad's podcast. Yeah, dad's um, on so film. What have they got in store in in well, relation to dads? Well, seeing as this is a um, Guys on Film classic episode, that means that you're in for a treat. Uh, for long-time listeners, they'll know what a classic episode is. So you've got uh, a seggy one, which this time is going to be... We've got six dads, and we're buying them Father's Day gifts, uh, and we're going to be explaining our, our reasonings and our thinkings behind those gifts Okay. Uh, and then we're going to go through our life score and Ian claims that he has extensive notes on his life score but I'm going to go ahead and hurry him up uh, okay. and see if we can get through that quite quickly um, and then we've got a, a 4x deep dive on dads a 4x dad dive uh, a harrowing 4x deep dive on Ian's life score notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay uh, cool. um, Sounds so pretty there good. we go that's what we've got yeah um, if people would like to let us know if they, maybe they've got some um, fatherly advice for us as yeah. podcasters or maybe they've just got advice for parents um, that sort of thing or if they'd like to talk about some of the dads on this podcast what type of thing should they do well they can I mean it'd be good up. if you started it without a big sigh <laughs> <laughs> well, they, can, they can open up Facebook and they can uh you know, they can go to the Guys on Film Facebook web page and they uh-huh. can click on that to message us. And if they're on a phone, they can actually record us an audio message as well. Yeah. So you've got a voice memo app on your phone. That's almost for sure. That's almost a, a no-brainer. So just record yeah. something on that. They can email it over to at, at, <laughs> to Guys on <laughs> Film at. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and that would be great. Yeah, or just send us it via via message on there or email, and we'll we'll read it out as we have been doing, uh, and we may or may not decide to do an impression. Mm-hmm. Okay, shall we get into Seggy One? I want to let's just crack on. Un- unwrap these Father's Day gifts. Okay, audio the sniffles. Gifts. <sighs> Ask your dad if he's got any sniffles remedies. Yeah. Guys on film. Yeah, but guys, we'll talk about film. It's the guys on film podcast for real. You know what guys talk about film. It's the guys on film podcast for real. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be Father's Day this month, and that is essentially why why we're doing this, aren't we? You've got a big idea in store as well. You wanna do a World Cup of Dads, don't you? Pick the best. Yeah, one. I really wanna I really wanna do a World Cup of Dads on, on Twitter, so we're gonna be choosing maybe I don't know. 
was 16 to 32 dads pro- probably around there or about 24 maybe and every day we'll be pairing them off against each other until we can whittle it down to the finals so we'll be facing two dads off against each other all for votes i mean we've kind of assumed that it'll be dads maybe yeah john matrix from commando versus jingle all the way dad <laughs> at the end but you know do you not do you not know jingle all the way dad's name do you <laughs> no <laughs> okay fine no, fine <laughs> and that's that's what it shall remain uh so it is father's day uh day this month so what you what are you gonna buy your old man I haven't put an awful lot of thought to it. I'd probably buy him a book. I always buy him books of just sort of interesting subjects that he's into. That's what like what? What's he into? Um, let me just have a think. Um, the most recent one I got him was a Bill Bryson one, and it's called Mother Tongue, and it was just about the English language. Well, it's kind of like because it's Bill Bryson, it's like a novelization of it. So okay. Um, and does he read just, these books you buy him? Yeah, he actually read that one and he was finishing it when I was last at home. And um, <laughs> Oh, sure he was, yeah. <laughs> well, what? Oh, he just was. finished this book. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you okay. want it? He actually did say, do you want it? So I've, I've got it now. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's good. Um, sounds like you're onto a good kind of scam there. He had grapes about it. I can't remember exactly what they were. But anyway, that's the type of thing I get my dad. So We're not talking about real dads, we're talking about uh, movie dads. Dad. Yes. Yeah, like so... Har- Howard Langston, for example. What? what? Yeah. Or... The dad from Jingle All The Way. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ian, I've given you a list of dads that you need to buy for. Uh-huh. So first off, I want you to find a present for Bane. 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 Um, so what are you so... buying for Bane? Is, so let's let's just be clear. Bane from Batman isn't well. I mean, in some comic book he probably is, but as far as the films yeah. go, he's not a dad. I don't think. Yeah, and it's uh, from the the Christopher Nolan one, not the uh, Schumacher one. Yeah. So, um, I have to pretend like I'm his son. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're his son. Father's Day is coming up. You know. It's getting close to the date. You want to, you need an idea because you don't want to disappoint him again with like a book or something. So, you know, what are you going what? for? Um, well, I think this is going to be quite a disappointing one for him. Bane was one that I wrapped my head and <laughs> couldn't, couldn't quite sort it out. So it's going to be a collection of novelty shite. Um, like, you know, when the <laughs> when one individual gift's not quite going to cut it because you just can't think of something good enough. So you just get a collection of crap. So, I was thinking, so is this like when you do? Is this like when you do a Secret Santa at work and people go down Hawkins Bazaar and and, and they buy you some like grow your own cactus for your desk or something? <laughs> Completely impersonal yeah. shite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I once bought somebody like a Nintendo style cup. <laughs> so right. shit. Like for an in-works uh, Secret Santa, I got them in the Nintendo Cup because I work in the games industry. Uh, <laughs> so generic. Um, so I'm going to get ben- novelty bendy straws because I don't Why? know how he's meant to drink through that face apparatus, but if yeah. he has to use okay. a straw, then novelty bendy ones are pretty fun. <laughs> Do you think he's into fun or, uh, or not? Move on. This, I mean, this is what he's getting. All right. 
Do you think he'd beat me up when he opens a present up? Well, I'm, I'm going to say, like, what, what do you think his uh, words are going to be when he opens the present up and it's a bunch of bendy straws? Well, that's just part of it. All right, what's the other part of it? <laughs> um, I'm going to, like, he's got, he's never got any uh, clothes on. He's never got any top <laughs> top clothes on. He's just okay. always bare-chested, even if he's got a jacket. So I'm going to get him some T-shirts, yeah. like top layers. And because he's always okay. in the sewers... Waterproofs as well. Are you so, going to buy him like um, like some kind of Family Guy T-shirt or like Best Dad? Nah, I'm going to get one of those ones printed at like a, a place that's actually better at printing like brochures than T-shirts. But they do T-shirts on the side. Um, yeah, but you have but to the, accept the, that the text is going to be in is like stiff. Yeah, <laughs> you have to accept that the only font that they can do is like Arial. Okay, um, so Comic Sans. This, this one's going to say no bane no gain and, okay um, and uh, I think he'd quite like that yeah and uh, at least he's not shivering at least he's not got bullet nips all the time yeah <laughs> true so that's kind of it just bendy straws t-shirts I'd probably get him a few t-shirts maybe try some other slogans but he needs t-shirts <laughs> and... okay you want to cover him up and make sure he's hydrated one other thing you could do is maybe buy him peanut butter so that you could work out what Ooh. he sounded like if he was sounding like peanut butter through, it was in his mouth while he was speaking and then he actually had it in his mouth as well. It'd be even more <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. A little test, a little fun test. Exactly. Um, get extra thick claggy stuff. Like, uh, like really chunky peanut butter. Alright, your first one is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, um, now... I mean, no. slightly confusing because I'm having to buy presents for Mrs. Doubtfire, which I'm assuming that as the son, I'm now in on the ruse. <laughs> yeah, you're. I can't remember their names, but the Hillards, whoever the lady is, Miranda Hillard. Yeah, is her name so Miranda? I'm... That's a complete guess, but I, I bet your name's Miranda Hillard. Anyway, she's still got the the lion's share of the kids. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm one of that lion's share. No, I'm no, one of the you, pride. Well, yeah, but like you know what Dad's doing to try and like hang. Yeah, out I know. Kids. I know that. I know that Mrs. Doubtfire is actually my dad. But Sally Field, she's none the wiser. So what I'm going to do is she's actually off, she's off romancing Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, so I'm more up for Robin Williams than Pierce Brosnan at this point. Um, yeah. And I want to, I want to stay with my biological father. Um, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy him some products dad. that that's going to help him really sell uh, this performance. Okay. So I'm going to get him a, a hamper, and in the hamper is going to be some full strength, full sugar iron brew. What? What? Oh, he's Scottish, right? She's Scottish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you not Very seen good. this film? Yeah, I have, yeah. I just I uh, didn't know gonna, how that was going to increase his chances at the role, but that does give it a, an air of authenticity. Yeah, because she's going to walk in with the eye brew and, and she's going to, you know, do the voice and say, I, I, you know, I bought some back from, from home. Um, really sell this. I'm going to get some Tunnock's tea cakes. Uh-huh, okay. And what have are the, you just got, what have the, you just got a list of caramel, Scottish things? Ca- caramel wafers. Yeah. So you, you just got a list of Scottish things, don't you? Yeah. I mean, can you help me out here? Is, is there any other, like, really 
ultra Scottish things that you no, know, but there are other things that could um, that might sell sorry, this more. Might sell it more, yeah. Like um, you could get him a voucher for um, sexual reassignment. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> I think he's quite happy with the, you know, with the Mission Shit. Impossible style face mask. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I don't. I yes. don't think he needs to go the the whole hog and and you know, get his get his bits done. Um, yeah, and actually, you know. It's not part it, of it. He then doesn't have the flexibility to change his role twelve times during the same meal. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, just that is end up right, end up right mess. Inconvenient though. I'm getting him a, a hamper of uh, the finest Scottish goods to really sell this performance. Okay. What do you think to that? Yeah, pretty good. I like it. Okay. You'd be quite happy with that hamper as well, I, re- I imagine. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty good. Like a little kind of. Um, taste of home yeah okay alright so your so your second one is Bond Timothy Dalton Bond yeah so like uh, Living Daylights and uh, License to Kill License License to Kill Shoving People in Maggots Bond yeah okay well funny you should say that because (laughs) I've decided to buy him a book because that's my go to thing to do and it's entomology for absolute beginners. Okay. All right. So, so, so tell us why. Tell me why. Well, I think Bond's this guy who's done all this training and he's he's canny in a number of ways. He's, he can play poker and he knows how to gamble. Um, and that's something you have to study up on a bit. Yeah. To be particularly good at, I reckon. Um, he's good at all this hand-to-hand combat. He's good at gun yeah. stuff. You know, like lots of stuff you'll have to have done research on. But he's shite at maggots, isn't he? <laughs> he's rubbish at it, yeah. Yeah, he's no good. Um, so oh, mate, just to he's explain, rubbish at maggots. So just to explain uh, to people who might not have heard the Bond episode, which is one of my favourite episodes, actually, um, in Licence to Kill, James Bond, or Timothy Dalton, um pushes a bad guy into a case full of maggots and closes it and then says says to the maggots bon appetit yeah um, um but of course as we all know all budding entomologists eat, know yeah yeah maggots don't eat you know non-rotting flesh yeah so it's not a problem it's not yeah anyone living's like that no problem mate <laughs> and actually so what I was thinking was he gets this entomology for absolute beginners he just adds a string to his bow is that the is that the turn of phrase for some reason that seems wrong he adds another string to his already uh, very accomplished bow and maybe he'd want to develop it because I actually think once he realises that that's the case he's going to go you know what Um, I might get shot at any moment in in the uh, line of duty and if yeah. that if that doesn't get sewn up quickly enough, I could have a rotting arm or leg on the go. What's he going to do? Yeah, learn about maggots and then how to use them to clean up your your sore wounds. Perfect. Well, so he's going to keep a bunch of maggots on him just in case. Always. But the the other thing is, yeah. I think probably all of this in a roundabout way could be solved if you just said, like, explain to him. You know, you've got that wrong here's why and he'd be like ah oh, fine right so actually maybe you don't need the book okay 
But it's a nice Sounds thing, good. isn't it? Yes, yeah, a thought that counts. I think that's the second okay. time entomology's come up in the last like month. Right. I can't remember yeah, why it, has, it came yeah. up before. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so number two for me is Alfred from Batman, but uh, specifically as portrayed by Michael Caine. What are you, yeah, what are so, you getting him for Father's Day? So Alfred Pennyworth, if, if he was my dad, well, the first thing that I'd notice is that ever since he's been hanging around with this Bruce Wayne and uh, mm. Batman, that he's, he's just... He's just moping about. He's he's not he's not happy. Um, you know he's not got a, a partner for a start, and he just mopes around this like mansion slash bat cave. I mean he's a bit sarcastic sometimes, you know. But I think he's hiding a lot of angst and worry about about Batman. Um, you know, as he says, he's had to you know bury a lot of Wayne's in his lifetime. Um, so I think I'll just buy him. Master way. I'll have to buy him something to cheer him up. So I'm I'm thinking of getting him uh, one of these red letter days, just to really okay. let loose. Uh, so maybe oh. like a go in a rally car or a hot okay. air balloon, uh, even just a spa day for a bit of you know for a bit of him time. He R&R. spends he spends far too much time worrying about uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. That he, I, I think he's just. Uh, stop looking after himself a little bit and his own emotions and his own feelings. So I think he needs that, yeah, a little bit of R and R, a little bit of fun, a little bit of excitement, and then I think we'll see him, uh, you know, back on his feet again, being being happier and, you know, not not just con- constantly sort of being miserable. Yeah, that's, that's what I get him. A bit worried about him. For some reason, this has all just reminded me of. Um, remember the butler in Tomb Raider, the video game. Yeah, you can just lock him in the massive freezer and then he's stuck. <laughs> yes, yeah. some of the best game designer of all time. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, okay. So next one um, for me for you, yeah, is uh, the Rock from specifically uh, Rampage Four DX version. Yeah, imagine yeah. the Rock was your dad. He'd be well, like, I mean, somebody can imagine that. Because yeah, he has a couple of different kids, I think. Yeah, just like you could jump on him and he'd just still be like massive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. you could just wow, pick you up and it'd be easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Anyway, um, what would you get him? He's, he's wanting a gift anyway. So, this is a, a little bit annoying. You've kind of uh, taken the wind out of my sails a little bit, but. The Rock in Rampage has a bit of a problem with me time. It doesn't cut loose. Yeah, no, it's true. It's just true. Um, until the very end when he, uh, I think, does he kiss the girl at the end of it? I don't know, but at least, at the very least, they, they're kind I've, of getting a little bit. Oh, he bit. does, yeah. And then and then the monkey kind of does a rude gesture at them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Remember. at the start of it, he's being asked by his colleagues to like go do something cool. Um, yeah. And in particular, there's like this uh, young student. Probably, in fairness, it's a good thing he doesn't um, go for a drink with a student because he's probably a little bit young for it, for him. Yeah. Um, okay. But you know, he's just coy, stays away from anything that's like you know going to be leery or too much of. Um, he just wants to go home and just work out, probably, or just be quiet. Yeah. That's who he is. He doesn't want to go yeah. have a wild time. Okay. So. I'm not getting him a present per se. I'm just going to take him out for a nice evening, almost like a oh, that's nice, 
Father son date night. Yeah, a, a nice meal and just a few pleasant drinks afterwards. Just cut loose. Yeah. Have a okay. lovely conversation in a bar. I think he needs it. Go bowling? Uh yeah, go bowling. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be good at it though, wouldn't he? Um, or do you think or do you think that he yeah, would sacrifice so. accuracy over power? That that's I think is like you can throw them really hard if you like, but it's not always gonna work. Okay, but well, I mean, I like, yeah, I like that's, the that's, that. that's nice. Uh, your last one, Ollie, is Ash from The Evil Dead. Uh, I think we're going to have to go through this pretty quick now because uh, we're running out of time. <laughs> but, okay, so what I'm saying is is that I think he's been, you know, he needs to move on from these paper-based books. So I'm going to go and get him a Kindle. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, because of why... But is, is the Necronomicon a... A Kindle on on it, yeah, yeah. You can get it on the on the Kindle, yeah. Can you? Yeah. Well, then you'll still get haunted, just do it on but that. just in a digital way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll get haunted in a in a internet way, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, imagine how different the film would be if you did just find it on a Kindle. I mean, can you get a haunted Kindle? Is that scary? Is a haunted Kindle scary? I don't think so. I don't think it is, is it? No. Because it's not so it's made probably out of good flesh. Then. Unless it was yeah, a flesh exactly. Kindle. <laughs> um, Why not look that up um, on the internet? Okay. Uh, well, that sounds great. It sounds like all these dads are going to be in for a great Father's Day. Um, so, yeah. Life Maybe get them all, just get them all a flashlight as well. <laughs> Live scores? <laughs> yeah. Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of ten, live score. Pro- probably like a, a four. Uh, Ian, how's your life? Uh, ten out of ten, Ollie. Move on. Right. Okay. No, uh, no it's on. it's been good. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's been good. It's like an obituary. <laughs> <laughs> My life score. I'm, I'm gonna say it's a nine point five because the last couple okay. of weeks have been pretty busy. Lots of good stuff happening. Uh, you did your I'm, half marathon, Ian. Did my half marathon, Ollie. Um, so got that done and dusted and then had a week where I totally fell off the wagon on the not eating meat thing because I went immediately in on the Sunday I was starving I was I was so concerned that I was going to crap myself while I was running that I didn't have really enough for breakfast so by lunchtime I was so hungry so I decided to yeah. treat myself with a roast dinner and then I just ate meat okay. for pretty much the whole week afterwards so now I'm trying to really? get back on the, on the wagon are you um, finding it hard? Uh, no, it's actually fine. No, you're okay. having meat dreams. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> flesh dreams. So other things I've done. I went to see the wrestling uh, in oh. the O2. I saw WWE, um, which was okay. good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then in the same week, I met a wrestler from the '90s who's still really good, Chris Jericho. Oh. And I met him. In yeah, person. he also is a, a famous podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's he's been doing it maybe a little bit less than we have, so he's probably yeah, got some catching up to do. You know, he's got some catching up to do. Yeah, uh, just a little sample of other bits and bobs that happened. I've, I did a tour of the Barbican. That was okay. pretty good. Um, saw lots of like what they were calling like uh, 
This guy claimed that it wasn't brutalist, but it is brutalist. So I was walking around loads of concrete having a nice time taking pictures. That was good. And then most recently on the bank holiday, I went to Margate and uh, went to the seaside and went on some rides and stuff like that. That was nice. So that's kind of what's been happening. And uh, I went to a thing called NHS Heroes, which was an ITV program where lots of people who've done good things in the NHS were awarded special prizes because they're heros. And my auntie was given a prize. And what so I was sort of, uh, with the stars. You saw some famous people. Who were you uh, rubbing shoulders with? Frank Bruno, man. Wow. Uh, Dame Shirley Bassett. Wow, wow, wow. David Seaman's wife. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the girls and guys of Towie. Wow. Um, okay. A guy from Hollyoaks. From ages ago, there's a thing called two pints of lager and a packet of crisps as well. I can't remember his name. Okay. Will Mellon. And, and he chatted to me. Wow. Okay. Um, but I didn't have much banter really. Okay. Um, Denise Lewis was there. Wow, 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 wow. The Olympic medalist, wow. Denise Lewis. Mylene Class was there. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. There were actually quite a lot of celebrities. I said hi to Gabby Roslin. Wow. wow. Oh, right. Do you remember okay. her? From the Big she... Breakfast. Yeah, Big Breakfast. Yeah, but I think... Did, yeah. Did she not also do um, live and cooking for a little while as well? Can't remember. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, so I said hi to her. Who's and, and there was one more person as well, wasn't there? Yeah, Duncan Bannatyne. Wow. Oh, there we go. You've, you've finally been in the same room as your hero. He's not my hero. And actually, seemed like a bit of a... Pr- <laughs> I mean, no. I'll probably I mean, I have didn't... to edit that out. <laughs> I didn't speak to him, but um, he, yeah, he seemed quite busy and had yeah, to move quickly across the room. Yeah, was he just doing loads of deals and stuff, yeah? Yeah, he just needed to get to the other side of the room to make a deal. So yeah, okay. that was kind of it. It was good fun. It was a good show. Uh, stood in a queue for a toilet with a couple of people from Call the Midwife. You know how it is. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, they needed to deliver, a, you know, big number two. <laughs> or a number three <laughs> move on <laughs> okay. uh, yeah so uh, all in all it's all been go Ollie there's been okay. loads going on so I've been having a great time what about you? yeah pretty good actually I've been I've been off for the week with the uh, with the kids so they're actually downstairs at the moment watching Daddy's Home too. Um, oh. and I can report that wow. there has been quite a on, quite on a lot theme. of laughter so they okay. are enjoying it. Okay. Um, is we that, also is went that available to see... on some sort of streaming site now? Uh, Prime. So we, we've rented it for £3.49. Okay. Um, so there we go. Uh, we also went to see Show Dogs. Okay. It's got Will Arnett in it and a, and a bunch of uh, dogs in it. It's, I'll talk about it more at the end of the month when I've, I'll go through things that, are, you know, that I can see. actually... I've actually seen. But, uh, but yeah, look... All in all, I'm pretty good. I've been my garden is 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 looking brilliant now. So basically, you just had the kids do all the work. Well, invite, invite I did them get them to do a little bit. Graft. No, I did. I did get them to do a little bit. So they helped me for about half an hour moving some stones from uh, the front of the garden to the back of the garden. So they helped me for about half an hour, and then Rosie said, uh, "Can I have a break?" And I went, "Yeah, fine." So she went inside with Eric. They both had a Mr. Freeze um, 
and then they just didn't come out again. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think, uh, yeah. I like, so, I like you know. the idea but yeah. that, like, it's a, it's a break and actually it just would have been more honest to say, like, can I just stop doing this? No, but what <laughs> I did say was that if you help me, there will be a special reward in, in it for you. So, uh-huh. you know. So did but, you, did they receive the reward regardless no, of how they didn't, break they, the no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't. Just what was the what was the reward going to be? Well, it was actually just to uh, for me to rent Daddy's home too, that they could watch that. Right, so they got it. Gee whiz, Ollie, Yeah, but no, up. but that was they did the work a few days ago, so the fact to you know be oh. good and do other things since to to earn the reward. Okay, you know, that's cool. what being a father's all about. But anyway, look. I'd say, nice week off with the kids. We've got uh, a little Ollie, holiday. I think I can teach you a thing or two about being a dad. I think I know. I've done oh. enough research for this program. Okay. Well, look. Uh, you know, nice weekend off. Week off with the kids. Um, garden's looking great. I got across the monkey bars at Tough Meadow, which I'd, I've never done before. So that's uh-huh. that put me on, you know, on a high. We've got a nice little holiday coming up with the lads. Uh, that's been a nightmare to organise, but it's done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm a nine. Oh, we're both okay. high, but I think I'm 0. 0.5 higher. I okay. knew that when I heard you on the phone. I felt 0. 0.5 better than you. Really? <laughs> uh, okay. No, cool. Let's move on. Um, let's get into dance. What? what? Do they really swallow an insight analysis? All that data. This really is a dive. I hope that information wasn't false. All right, what's this lovely bunch of dads doing in the same place at the same time? Uh, do you want to hear a, hey? do you want a dad joke? We've got... Do you want to, do you want to, shall I start it off with a dad joke? Yes, please. I found uh, 20, no, I found 75 dad jokes on a BuzzFeed. Okay. So 75 dad jokes you're going to hate. What? Uh, hate yourself for laughing at. Uh-huh. So uh, what time did the man go to the dentist? 2.30. So that's 2.30. Tooth hurty, tooth hurty. Yeah. Um, Ian, I'm reading a book about anti gravity. It's impossible to put down. It's great. I love it. Do you think? Yeah, it's funny. Okay. Anyway, got, so got one more. Ian, one more. One more. Dad um, uh, if you see a robbery at an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? Mm, that one's shit. Yeah. But, that one's know. not even like. Cringy. That one's just not good. Uh, okay, so we're gonna go through <laughs> some good good dads. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you want to ask what a dad is? Yeah, All I right, think we well. need to get that. We need to get that out of the way first. What <laughs> is right. a dad? A dad. Um, Ollie, I think um, I, as far as I understand it, a dad is um, a human man who has had uh, intercourse and thus spawned a child um, don't have to have had intercourse okay yeah uh, he's I don't fun. think you know what a dad is he's, <laughs> I want to know what a dad is um, why don't I you want tell you me? to show me okay I mean have you got like the official uh, uh, what dad what would meaning <laughs> um, I'll just what it says here is, Father, a man in relation to his child or children. Okay, well, there we go. That's so, you know, yeah, fine. 
a dad if a dad's a man who's fathered children. If you fathered your children, you're a dad, okay? <laughs> yep. So what we're gonna go and through this Forex deep dive um is I'm gonna present you a list of what I think are my my top five movie dads, okay? And I've got a little um a little report on each one of them. I've I've written a little bit of a an assessment. That's that's there for you to enjoy. An assessment, yeah. Is that like um, what what some sort of um you know the people that work out whether parents are fit for like are yeah. you gonna file papers on them? I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Um, I've also because obviously real dads in the real world, one of the most important roles that you have as a parent is to make sure that you know what your child is watching. Uh, so I've I've got some stuff from Common Sense Media, um, just to make sure that, that you can watch. Would these you say things. that's one of the number one things that dads should do is know <laughs> what their children is, are watching? Yeah, well, you don't want them watching Human Centipede. I mean, they might think, oh, is this is this like a Colin the Caterpillar sort of movie? Well, if you were a dad and you didn't have a lot of time or you didn't you didn't know any better, you might go, yep. Yeah, what what film's it called? Human Centipede. Oh, that sounds like a Disney film. Yeah, go on, whack it on. And then you go okay. away well, to go and do whatever you're doing on like Bet Fred or something. And then, uh, you know, that's a bad parent. It's an example uh, of a bad one. Yeah. Okay. Fine. My first top dad is Lincoln Hawk from the Sylvester Stallone masterpiece Over the Top. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Okay. What? Well, just we've talked about him a fair bit, haven't we? I mean, but this we're talking about him in a dad capacity. So, <laughs> hey, what's your dad capacity? Okay, so my my report on on Lincoln Hawk. Um, so he's he's like an arm wrestling dad who drives a truck all over the all over the America, and uh, yeah. so he's all he's over basically the estranged. Yeah, so he's estranged from his his child. He doesn't he doesn't see the child, and then when the grandfather is trying to get custody of the child, Lincoln shows up in his big truck um, and thinks, you know what, I'm going to give it another shot at being a dad, um, even though he may have. Felt, and the, and the kids having nothing to do with him. He's like, hold on a minute, you blew it, you blew it, right? You blew but, it. You, you but blew Lincoln it. Hawk isn't gonna just lie down and take it he's gonna you know prove to the child that he needs a strong uh you know father figure in his life and the granddad just isn't going to cut the mustard um i mean i'm not saying he's perfect you know I i think that um there's a scene in the film where he forces his son into um, an arm wrestling battle with some bullies. Right. Um, and at that point, the son is like, he's not proven at all that he can arm wrestle. And, <laughs> you know, and I think if he'd have lost, I mean, he eventually wins, but he, he loses the first round. He storms out of the cafe and is like really upset. So Lincoln Hawk gives him, a you know, one of his motivational uplifting speeches, which ensures that he goes back in and, and beats the bullies but had he not have won how would he have dealt with it then that's that's what i want to know yeah i'm not sure yeah. he was really like I, I don't think he he had that avenue covered so yeah he's 
he doesn't seem to me like he would really go above and beyond for this kid. Like I think he well, was already on a trajectory. Uh, he to... he drives a truck through someone's gates for this child. <laughs> I think he. <sighs> I think he does. Um, okay, I mean he's quite up for it. But all, all, all I mean is, he, you know, he was gonna, he wanted to win the world arm wrestling championships anyway. Yeah. So for his son. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think he he starts off a pretty bad dad. You know, he he fully ran off, estranged, but he comes back in a big way. He makes mistakes on the way and probably pushes too hard. Can we meet him halfway be- on this? Like Kenny Loggins. Life life meets no one halfway. Um, but ultimately, he betters himself, solidifies his father-son relationship, and smashes everyone in the arm wrestling comp. You know, he's improved. He's the most improved father. Five thumbs up. By the end five. of that film, they've they've got they've got a five thumbs up. Are we, are we in the Neaton? <laughs> Is that a dig at a local Midland area? <laughs> yeah. so it's, not, it's not Coventry. This is a this is a national and international podcast. Ali. no one knows where okay. Nuneaton is. Um, yeah, fine. But it's a, actually probably more of like a three thumbs up out of five for this dad. So, did you like near Fort William or or wherever it was you grew up? Did you have like a local area that <laughs> you kind of said they've got loads of thumbs and webbed feet? Um, not really. No. Yeah, you're nice up there, yeah? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it's all contextual. The thing is, I was at a school where a lot of kids from sort of outlying areas had to all come together in one place. So everyone had their opinions about other places. So there was never really a consensus. Okay. Uh, Let's move mean, on to dad number two. Have you ever seen a kid with... Oh, actually, there was a guy in my school that had a webbed toe. <laughs> <laughs> is always it Howard the Duck? No, but he's really good at swimming as well. <laughs> I swear, leave the flip flops, mate. Don't need them. Not a joke. I was just going to ask you: Have you ever seen anyone with like the wrong number of fingers? And I don't mean less. No, my cat's got three legs, but you know. Anyway, uh, okay. let's move on to Dad Two. Okay, Dad Two. I think you like. I think you'll like this one. Uh, John Matrix from Commando. No, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go straight off with my assessment okay so John starts off as a brilliant single dad providing a (laughs) loving home with plenty of great memory building moments did you write that and when called in yeah you're reading it like an official synopsis (laughs) no go ahead it's great okay and when called into action he will stop at nothing for his daughter Chenny this is one (laughs) This is one father-daughter relationship you don't want to mess with. Although I recommend never messing with any. And then they bloody try to. So I think what we need to take from John Matrix is right at the very start of the film, Commando, he he's just a perfect father. I mean, I don't think there's ever been um, a better display of fatherhood on the screen than John Matrix. He's... In the first showing how, five minutes in the montage in the first of things, he's, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what you've got to remember is a montage is passage of time, right? So yeah. those things could be happening over one day, one month, one year. You know, it, who knows? It definitely looked like uh, 
what's funny about that i know i know what you're saying is actually true but what's funny i think about that is it's so obvious that all the shots were done on the same day okay like actually in the like probably all in the same like couple hours spell like right go to an ice cream shop right do eating sandwiches in the house all right find a deer <laughs> give it some milk or do they give a deer milk or something like that yeah they do yeah and and also he's he's showing self-sustainability as well so he's yep. living out in a in a kind of house out in the middle of nowhere that's only accessible by rolling a truck down a hill or you know coming in on a, on a helicopter um but it has got local ice cream parlor which is which is nice Uh, so but he's showing that you you know you need to chop and carry wood and all these things so he's he's teaching some very you know valuable life skills yeah and and he's also making you know great memories as well which is you know very important to make you know go on holiday fun activities you know i mean he's just a brilliant dad yeah. And then when when his idyllic lifestyle is shattered because she's kidnapped by uh Bennett, mm. um you know, I mean, he's a man possessed. Would you know, that's where the question, would you be prepared to kill for your children comes up. I mean he's... Yes or no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's it's not that yeah. simple. But it's for not, him it is because like he's already lived a life where killing people is part of his job so if yeah. then your kids are in danger then pff, easy it's a no brainer yeah so I've got some um, common sense media so this is written by children for children uh, so these children have already seen the movie and they're telling other kids if they can watch it or not I think that I would not let my kids see this because um, there is a brief moment of nudity mm. so very Flashlight. brief but yeah. Um, so one child says the entire message to this film was pretty good. I think the message was that an amazing father will risk everything for his daughter, even his life. After all, in order to save his daughter, he does crazy things. Those include jumping out of a plane, stealing a car, wiping out an entire platoon and robbing a gun shop. FYI, awesome stunts. If you are 13 or older, I encourage you to watch it. Is it a, like a 12 or a 15 or something? Uh, it's an 18 in the UK. Yeah, okay. Um, but, I, like, I like how the kid said wiping out a platoon. Wiping out isn't quite um, descriptive enough of the fact that he brutally murders these men uh, with no... No thought to. I their... think wiping out, wiping out is fine. I mean, you've literally erased these people. You've wiped them out. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't fine. really deal with the fact that they then are dead and their families are crying at home. And well, they shouldn't have took that Wipe job. Out. Uh, anyway. You know, being a platoon for hire for a for a badman. So yeah, he's a pretty good dad. Um, yep. And it seems okay, like he, so can, he can do both, can't he? He can do chilled and peaceful and nice, and he can do I yeah. will stop at nothing. So Ian, he'd prefer to do chilled and nice. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. But when he, okay, when, so when he hears a helicopter Dad um, number three. from like 100 miles away, 
he can't even eat a sam. He can't even finish his sandwich. No, exactly. He's so um, perturbed. So, okay, number three, Dad. Okay, now you're going to sigh at this one because this this is one for the kids, Ian. And I don't even think you've seen this film, but I've seen it multiple times. And this dad is called Mr. Popper from Mr. Popper's Penguins. Okay. I'm going to give you the official synopsis and then I'm going to hit you with my assessment. Okay. So, and this is Jim Carrey film. And if you've got kids, this is, this is a great film. They'll love it. And as an adult, you might enjoy it too. Um, so the official synopsis. Tom Popper grew up having very little interaction with his father, who was off exploring the world. I mean, he gives you a little bit of insight as to why Mr. Popper might be, you know, a bit of a bad parent straight away, you know, like father, like son. Uh, so, the official synopsis. When okay. he grows up, he spends most of his time on his work and ignores his children. Bad dad. Uh, Work-life balances is just shot Uh, one day his father sends him an unusual gift a penguin Papa can't help but wonder why his father would send him a penguin he tries to get rid of it but accidentally orders five more when his children and ex-wife show up to celebrate his son's birthday the kids are taken with the penguins and Mr Popper finally gets to connect with his kids whilst his work suffers my assessment here is Ian Sometimes we don't always see our faults as dads, but he was presented with an opportunity and took it, salvaging what's most important, his relationship with his children and managing a healthy work-life balance. Some might say he has six more children by the end of the movie. Okay. Well, it sounds yeah. interesting. So he's, he's obviously not had a lot of attention off his father, so therefore, you know, he's pushing himself into his work and he's just got that balance all wrong he's coming home late not caring about his kids so his his wife has gone took the kids you know but most importantly is that he learns his lesson I mean I I can't comment because I've never seen it Um, but because it's Jim Carrey I'm inclined to want to check it out well one, one kid that did check it out uh, gave it a five star rating and says the penguins are stupid um, that's the headline of the review and then uh, in capitals it just says awesome followed by what looks like about 500 exclamation marks wow okay so, so the fact know, that they're stupid is be. great yeah I mean <laughs> they're really wacky penguins <laughs> awesome okay Moving on. Dad okay. number four. Dad I think four. you're going to be into this one. I think you're okay. going to like this, Dad. All right. I think we're back on it. Henry Jones Sr. Okay. The what name do you think to him? The, who's Henry Jones Sr.? Da, 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 da. Ah, yes. Come yes. on, Indy. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon uh, to uh, Indy's dad? Yeah, I like him. Um, you, would you like him as your dad? No, I'm quite happy with my dad. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you if if say for example your dad just got his work life balance completely wrong but didn't get a penguin and didn't figure it out and you needed to be fostered by someone. Yeah. Would you be happy to be fostered by Henry Jones Senior? I think I'd like Henry Jones Senior 
but I wouldn't like Sean Connery <laughs> as a dad. <laughs> um, no, well, it's not Sean Connery. It's Henry Jones Senior. Yeah, we've discussed this. Yeah, he's he's madcap. He's up for yeah. a bit of banter. He's yeah. uh, he's uh, strong with Indy in a way that you know puts him in his place, but also teaches him valuable things. Uh, yeah, I think he's. I think he's got most of the stuff covered. Do you want the official assessment? Oh yeah, please. Yeah, the apple didn't fall far from the tree with this one. Clearly, a huge inspiration to his son. Henry Senior has clearly raised a strong, confident man, whilst also being a cool, a cool cucumber when his weighing is acting up. So you know, you know those moments when Indiana Jones is just like being a little bit hot-headed and a little bit brash and a little bit... You know you know what he's like? He's, he gets all flustered, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, I, I feel like Dad is cooler and calmer and, and doesn't really rise to it. Yeah, and I, I think would that agree with Indiana, that. You know, whilst, whilst he's, you know, taken a lot of the good traits, I think that he, he could maybe work on, on that aspect of uh, his personality a little bit more. Okay. But yeah, actually, saying that, in, Indiana Jones is also a father, isn't he? To uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of blanked all that film, but it, was that the revelation <laughs> in it? I mean, yeah, that was that was it right from the right from the start. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't remember that. Is it Shia LaBeouf Jones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's what they call him, right? Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That, okay. Uh, so he is a good one. He is a good one. He's a good one. Okay, and and one more. One more good one. Dad number five, the final good dad. Okay. Marlin from Finding Nemo. Okay. Nemo's dad. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll just hit you with the, the assessment. <clears throat> Undergoing what is probably the greatest tragedy ever filmed, Marlin still manages to be a grade A father. Sure. He's a bit overprotective, but then that protective instinct pushes him onwards in the face of adversity and sometimes potential death. He's a shining example of courage and fatherhood. I like I these. Mean, I like how these are kind of just pre-written things. and <laughs> you d- You've definitely put a lot of effort into it, which is great. Um, okay. But I like um, the, the reading think, of it as if it's come from some sort of article. It's great. Okay. Um, I think... I think Marlin is a fantastic father and maybe the best father on this list because he shows that even through tra- tragedy, you have to soldier on for, you know, for your child. And he suffers a great tragedy. Um, at the start of the film, his wife and all of his children, bar Nemo, are, are eaten by a, a big eel, which is, which is quite scary, really, yeah. when you think about it. But it's presented in a Disney way. Don't, so. don't think about it too long. Don't think about it too long because the fun's about to begin. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit too protective. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't like to let Nemo out of his sight and that might cause Nemo a few issues. Um, but ultimately, you know, he's a, good, he's a good dad who makes the best of a terrible situation. Um, and I think that Nemo should be you know, very grateful for, for such a brilliant father. Grateful. <laughs> the thing yeah. is that, it, does he not just keep forgetting that he's his dad? Because he's a fish. No, that's uh, the other one, uh, Dory. Oh, uh, okay. 
Yeah, Dory Dory keeps forgetting. Only certain fish are um, forgetful. Yeah. Forget fish. Exactly. Uh, I've got uh, a couple more so, positive dads just very quickly to mention before we move on to nega dads. Okay. Um, Go on then. Number one, Brian Mills, Taken. Uh, he goes Ooh, above and beyond, okay. and his whole life is all about the kid. And in a way where he's an awkward dad quite a lot of the time. So Hi. he's on my good good slash bad list. Okay. I mean... Because I think that he, you know, he kind of causes the problems most of the time. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't really like being a 19-year-old girl and then being given a massive stuffed toy. Hi, I've got you this present. I know you're 19, but it's an enormous <laughs> cuddly toy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if that's the type of problem you mean. If it's the fighting you're on about, I think that's all valid. <laughs> Yeah, that's kill, fine. Kill everyone. Uh, so there's Brian Mills. Okay. Um, there's also uh, who else is on this list? The dad in Bronx Tale has played by. Oh no, he's a good dad. He's a great dad. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's I think Sonny, yeah. the yeah. mob boss, and he's trying to sort of pull the kid into the Groom. the mob. He's grooming yeah. him for the mob, and uh, good dad bus driver De Niro is like, listen, yeah. But he's he's out of his element. I think if it were some other dad, he'd go and beat the shit out of them. But because it's the mob, there's not there's not a lot you can do about it. Yeah, but that's what I like about uh, that's what I love about um, De Niro's dad in in a Bronx Tale is that he doesn't try and resolve things with his fists. He just you know stays his own you know humble self. Or that he does lose it a couple of times. Stay away from my son. All that yeah. kind of business. Um, but you know he he doesn't get violent, yeah. And I think there's a lot of mutual respect, even though you know Sonny does get a little bit feisty with him. Okay. So the other the other one that um, I think is a really particularly good dad we already spoke about um, briefly in Seggy One was Mrs Doubtfire and the Hillard okay. uh, chap. I think he right why it's a very I sentimental mean, not, film, you know. but it's he goes above and beyond to get his kids back because you know that. Obviously, the divorce he's had with his wife's a real bad thing, but he goes really far to prove that he still, you know, should be a part of their lives. And then they all make it work out in the end. Spoiler. Yeah. Actually, do, I mean, do you not think that Miss Mrs. Doubtfire is a little sinister? What he's doing is a bit weird. Mm, I mean, it I is. mean, do you not do you not think it's kind of wrong? Yeah, he shouldn't. Is you... is that being a good dad really? Um, I think the last 20 minutes of the film he proves that he's a really good dad with all the stuff that happens okay. after they reveal that he was that he was Mrs. Doubtfire all along the fact that he is someone else sort of like finding a way into their lives that's odd that's all odd yeah um, okay who are some of the bad dads um, okay so I've got some bad dads um, so we've got uh, Harry Wormwood from Matilda so that's Danny DeVito okay. he's obviously a right old toe rag uh, we've got Tom Cruise's dad in War of the Worlds so he oh, lets yeah. his son he kind of lets his son run off far too easily into alien mega Armageddon mm. nightmare yep um, we've got Denethor from Lord of the Rings Hugh, big sigh from Ian, but yeah. he he does a bad thing where he prefers one child over the other. So he 
he uh, fawns over Sean Bean's Boromir, but doesn't care much for Faramir. Mm. So he's he's a bit of a, a bad one. You know, preferences is never good. Okay. Uh, so you've got Jack Torrance from The Shining tries to kill his family. He was on my um, list, yeah. Yeah, Anakin Skywalker tries to kill uh, his family. Um, you've got uh, the dad from The Mist. By Anakin Skywalker, actually... you mean Darth Vader, right? Darth Vader, yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, you know. Uh, so the Mist dad, he um, actually kills his kids. <laughs> so that's not good. <laughs> um, and then you've got uh, Wayne Sli- uh, Wayne. Slinsky from Honey I Shrunk from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, um, he's he's and had he, a total he shrinks nightmare. his kids. He, yeah, he shrinks his kids. Yeah, and he almost eats them. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a stinker. But the irony um, is, do you know the irony? Is, is there a, Go on then. Well, uh, Rick Moranis, dad um, yeah. of a real life child quit the movie industry to look after his kids after I think his wife passed oh. away so he, he was single so, dad in and he life. was like you know what I don't need all this stuff I'll just look after my kids real life great dad um, yeah. I'm just going to run one past you whether you think he's a good bad dad bad what dad bad dad or <laughs> good bad uh, Randy the Ram Robinson from The Wrestler is he a good bad or a bad dad I think um Ultimately, he's a failure as a dad, isn't he? Oh, I think I think the intentions he trying, there. He? he did try, but I don't think it was really enough. Maybe we need to, you know, do further investigation on this dad. Yeah, I think so. I think he okay. probably did enough that uh, when the dad en- enough. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to elaborate further on that because we have overrun and we've got two more dad-related episodes. So let's. Okay. Let's talk about the yeah. Ram. Further. There's more dads. There's more dads to come. <laughs> Got a bunch more dads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ian, you can uh, play as Anna. No, I refuse to. Oh, I want to play as out now. So, um, yeah. if you'd like to get in contact, <laughs> you can go on facebook.com forward slash guys on film, send us a message, like we said at the top of the show. But also, tell us what your opinion is on all our dad chat. Um, by recording a message on your phone and then you can email it to us at guysonfilmpodcast at gmail.com or you can send it to us on uh, Twitter or Facebook or whatever you like really yeah we're at podcast on Twitter and Instagram yeah cool uh, I think that's it man do you want one more dad joke yeah please yeah I promise I promise I'm going to make up for this this bad one okay. okay so this is this is um, like one that's a little bit of you have to there's two characters okay so there's a cashier and the cashier says would you like the milk in the bag sir and the dad says no just leave it in the carton yeah mm. that's 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 a real dad joke though isn't it if you yeah, think about it, is. it yeah it is the type of thing that would actually be said, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, fine in the car. Okay. Actually. What? Yep. Bye. All right. Bye, Dad. Bye. Uh, right.